0: Welcome, everybody, to Optica. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. That song is a classic. The Joker. Steve Miller Band, it's fun. We're uh, broadcasting live from the Belmont studio. I have Amber Hall with me. Amber, Amber Hall <laughs> Turner with
1: me. I am going to say, you're going to have to drop this hall, man.
0: I know, like it's just so... Amber I, Hall know, is so circa 2014. It is circa 2014. It actually, it actually began in 1988 is oh, when he was born, geez, yes. yes. And we we've known each other for 29 years. I don't know how long we've we known each I other. I met
1: you when we were in third grade. So, so how some, old were we? somebody do the math for us. Third yeah. grade, how old were we? If I'm
0: 29 now, and we were oh in third god, grade, oh my god,
1: we're like prepared, educated professionals. That would have
0: been like 23, I think. 23 years. 23 years.
1: Yeah, I say that's probably. I right. say about
0: 23, 23 years. So, and we always get together. and We talk about like old school memories, like grade school memories. My friend Chad was listening to the show the other day. He was listening to the episode that you were on and he said, man, that girl that you have on, Amber, she's pretty funny. I was like, man, she's one of the funniest people I've ever met. I was like, it's just so natural. She's like, he's like, is that a good friend from high school? I said, buddy, good friend from high school, grade good friend from school. middle school, good friend from grade school. I mean. What
1: is that? Bible study.
0: Bible
1: study. No, what is that? Vacation Bible school. Did we go
0: to vacation Bible school we together? We did go to vacation Bible school together. You're kidding me.
1: You you went one year to Topmost.
0: Yes. Topmost fabulous. Yes, we, we went together. I had no idea you went to Topmost Bible school. I went school. every,
1: I didn't go to the Bible school, went to vacation Bible school. Because of the Kool Aid and the Oreos,
0: <laughs> that's we had it in that church. You know they got rid of that pastor that was there.
1: I know. I'm I not gonna comment on this. It's just got so many, so much family ties. To oh,
0: blood. you were you were involved with that pastor and with the family.
1: Well, I mean that entire. Area is my family. Okay. Literally, everybody around the vicinity of this church is my family.
0: Well, it's uh, it's nice to have you back. You've had a busy weekend. You was at Lexington's local event. They call it
1: Scare
0: Scarefest. Scare Tell us about it. And you met some interesting people. Tell I met about.
1: a lot of interesting people. Uh, I gotta
0: just say, you met Freddy Krueger. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um.
1: So, um, two really good friends of mine. Um, one volunteers and his wife had actually set up a booth. This year, and I just absolutely love his wife. We had, I mean, we just had such a good weekend together. Yeah. And she um, just invited me. She threw it out there, you know. She didn't invite me specifically, but she threw it out there, asking if anybody would want to help her volunteer. Yeah. And I hadn't got to hang out with her in a little bit, so I was like, I'm gonna go anyway. So yeah. yeah. I think y'all. I think I'll say yeah.
0: Yeah. So you went there. You worked. You worked, and you met a lot of people. A lot of people showed we up did. to this, right?
1: We. Uh, there were so many people. I mean, we'll have to pull an accurate count wow. uh, when they, you know, let the numbers out. But there was a lot of people there.
0: How much money does something like that make, though?
1: Oh my goodness! I would say that. I really hope that they made a lot of money this year. Because I've... You know, there's been a lot of uh, comments back and forth from people about how, you know, this year was different because, you know, it is owned by, you know, a new couple now. Yeah. Not the same couple who'd run it for nine years. Yeah. That was very... I said that very country just then.
0: You did, but... So, you met Freddy (laughs) Krueger.
1: Well... Okay. Yes, Robert England was there. Uh, we, you know, we got to, you know, see him. Did that
0: feel weird, like being next to him? Well, like he was the guy who murdered people in their nightmares with yes, their big long claws. Now,
1: yes, that is very true, and I was very, I was very grateful just to be under the same roof with this man. But I, I have to tell you, you know. I love the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I have them on VHS. <laughs> I have them on DVD. Right. Individual. And right. then I also got the box DVD set.
0: So, <laughs> a true Nightmare on Elm Street fan.
1: There is not a, a piece of Freddy trivia that you could give me that I already don't know. So, and that's all because I watched that extra DVD that came in the box set. So, told you all the backstory of everything. So, when
0: you met him, was it just surreal? Was It, it had to be well,
1: surreal. you know... The person that I met that it was so surreal for me had nothing to do with him, mm-hmm. and it was a lady by the name of Lisa Wilcox. So, Lisa, I'm going to make sure you get this. Um, she played in Part 4 and 5. She is the second reoccurring character, female character, let me say in that. In what movie? In Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. Um, you know, Heather Langenkamp, uh starred in three of them, Yeah. and Lisa Wilcox starred in two, and uh-huh. And her character in, you know, Nightmare 4 was, you know, that of a very, you know, frail girl, you know. And as her friends were getting killed by Freddy, Mm -hmm. she was getting their powers. So, by the end of this movie, you've got this badass, hot-ass chick. Mm -hmm. And I just, I've loved her ever since I was, And you you got to meet her? I got to meet her. That's pretty cool. And meeting her was the most surreal. Really? Well, actually, meeting... I got to meet a lot of the cast of Nightmare on Elm Street, and like I said, you know, I've got many of you know, I've got all the videos, and it's kind of like, you know, my mom made the joke yesterday, or Friday, actually, when I was walking in. She goes, well, you make sure to tell all those uh, Freddy people that, you know, I probably owe them money. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what do you owe money for? She said, well, because they babysit you when these growing up. And that's so <laughs> that, true. That is true.
0: They did, yeah, because you watched the movies, and it kept you it occupied. Ca- it kept me
1: occupied. That
0: is, so, that is so funny. See, I went to Scarefest with you years ago, and I met the Candyman. For me that was surreal because he was the guy the the guy on final destination death and i would ask him about the movie and he would just be like you got to watch it and it was I just remember. it was just surreal that he was there and i was talking to the candy man like i was like with my own Human eyes looking at the candy man right in front of me. And then I met the woman from uh, Cujo that was stuck in the car Actually, with uh, her son, and she's the mom from E.T.
1: Got to uh, see her again this weekend. Yes. How got was that? To... She is just a lovely lady. She's nice. She's yes. a lovely lady. She's very
0: nice. What's her name?
1: Uh, Dee Wallace. D
0: Wallace, yes.
1: D Wallace. Make sure she's... Dee gets this. Well, I'm also going to make sure that Ricky Dean Logan gets this. Do they have cause... Twitter. Uh, yes, okay, I actually sure just started following make Lisa. Sure,
0: make sure they get it. Make sure they get it.
1: I will. Yeah. Um, but Lisa Wilcox, Ricky Dean Logan. Those.
0: Dia, Dia, I loved you in Cujo when you was stuck in that car. The way that you kind of were just in that movie by yourself almost throughout it was just impressive back in that time. You know, she carried that movie a lot by herself. Because it all
1: had to be just expression.
0: Yes, and she was just so good at it. She should have won an Oscar for it. She was great. I loved her at E.T. She was great in Cooke Joe. but So, <laughs> Scarefest was great. Amber, a lot has been happening in the NCAA. A lot has been going on in sports altogether. So, one, just to drop the bomb, Rick Bettino has been fired from the University of Louisville.
1: Um, I just want to say I don't watch much football.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That story in itself, we'll have to tell that one at the end of the show.
1: Yes, Patino is uh, fired. It's fired. Yeah, he's fired. Well, gone. now, the last I heard, he was suspended without pay, which I, we all know equivalates to, you just don't need to come back. Yeah, yeah.
0: That means he's he's fired. That's They're just being very politically correct because of his contract. What happened is Patino, the story, just to give a little background information, is the Adidas brand was giving money to universities, and the university officials, like assistant coaches, were giving hundreds of thousands of dollars to students to come to their school, rep Adidas, and then when they get to the league, rep Adidas. So it was all a big scandal, and it was illegal. FBI gets involved, not the NCAA, the FBI, gets in there, finds out that several schools are involved in this, Louisville being one of them, Rick Patino was on probation because of the whole Katina Powell hooker ordeal. So the, you know, the athletic department just said, okay. Well, Tom Jurich, the athletic director, said, if he goes, I go. And then the president came in and said, Tom Jurich said, first thing we want you to do is fire Patino. And he said, no. If he goes, I go. And he said, okay, get out. You're fired. And then Pitino comes in. They said he leaves his car running. When he pulls up to the eighties office or to the president's office, he just knows it's going to be a short meeting—five, ten minutes. He walks in. They said he was in there five, six minutes, and walks out. He had been let go. He had been fired. So Louisville, oh, it's it's bad. It's going to be whole, it's going to be bad for the sport because if they get in there and they find that other schools. Are involved in this, their head coaches are fired. Yep. Those schools are going to go on the death penalty, meaning they're not going to be able to play. That's just going to on be on
1: live a... television, and yeah. then they just they they can still play, but they can't play on live television. Is that
0: what it is? I
1: think that's what it is because wow. I believe that UK went through a similar scandal in eighty
0: with Eddie Sutton.
1: Yes, like 84, 85. Yeah,
0: they got the death penalty.
1: Yep, but yes. um, you know, obviously, you know, a couple of years later, you know, that was overturned. Uh, Thankfully.
0: Yeah, so... It's, uh, but, yeah,
1: they can't—they cannot be televised. So, I mean, you can play all you want, but then, you know, by watching you. Could
0: you imagine if UK, if Duke, if North Carolina, if now, this, Syracuse this city was all on probation, this city would go under without yeah. UK Athletics. It would. Mm-hmm. Lexington revolves around UK Athletics.
1: Lexington revolves around UK Athletics and Rupp Arena in general, which I know, you know, Rupp Arena does a lot of other things, but Rupp Arena is...
0: U- basketball. It is UK basketball. And this city gets... Like, when I went to the games... When I go to the games, it's always... I mean, you'll see fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 people out there. That's a lot of people in a city going to a game. And this city just lights up. The whole city yep. just lights up. Like, people out flying their flags, wearing yep. their gear. If you go to a restaurant, everybody's decked out in UK stuff. It's big for the city.
1: I'm decked out in UK stuff. You're decked stuff. out in
0: UK stuff. I'm not decked out in UK stuff, so... Yeah, so it would, it would, it would crumble. It really would. If UK would, if UK could not play basketball again, Calipari, could you imagine if he got fired?
1: I, I think that would be his third strike and he'd be out. Because, you know, after he left Memphis, bad blood. Yeah. If something happens in Kentucky, uh, even badder blood. Taylor Swift wouldn't be able to write a song about how bad that's going to be for him.
0: I think if... John Calipari was doing something illegal. They would have already found it. I think he is somebody, the NCAA, the FBI, they're wanting to see mess up because he... He is so popular. Yes. He
1: owns this town. He does. Not just this town. He owns the state. He owns this state. Because regardless of if you are a Cardinals fan, you still know... About Calipari.
0: Everybody does across the state. John Calipari is the U.K. head basketball coach. He's the president of U.K. He's the governor of Kentucky. He's the mayor of of Lexington. He is all of those things wrapped into one because of just how popular he is. So they want to see him fail. So I think they keep a microscope under people like him.
1: Probably. People like
0: Coach K at Duke. So if they were involved, we would already know that by now. Probably. Yeah, so
1: but he's probably got a legal team so deep that, you know, it'd take us twenty years to dig or you know, dig a hole around it to get under.
0: Louisville hired a new head coach. I don't know if you saw David Pageant is his name.
1: Where did he come from? He
0: played for Patino. He was at Louisville. He is Scott Pageant's brother. Okay. You remember Scott Pageant played for UK, yes. Yeah. So they hired a new guy. They hired him on a six month contract. It's it's a guy just to get in there and just kind of work around this mess, and then they're yeah. going to look for somebody to hire. Yeah. So it's probably a smart move. Tom Crean was being considered. I think I would have been aggressive and hired Tom Crean, paid him a big salary to come here, but I don't think Louisville wanted to do that. They just wanted to get somebody in there, fix the mess. Let,
1: let the, the smoke die. That's probably what they need right now. They They don't need someone who is... You know, already established because they don't want that same mentality of okay, I'm with Louisville now, I've got sponsors now, and they're going to pay this amount of money, so let me go ahead and you know just keep a big a big head about it.
0: Yes, but yeah, so a lot of things going on there in college athletics, but a lot of things going on in the NFL too. It's crazy world. Oh in sports. my goodness! Players that won't kneel during the national anthem, I have a problem with it. I think that. If you get to be in the country that allows you to play your sport, uh-huh. make the money that you make, mm-hmm. you should respect your country's anthem and kneel when the flag is there. Or I'm sorry, regardless or, or of sta- how you feel, yeah, not kneel. I think you should stand there and respect your flag. And they don't. It's just. It's really boggles my mind. Well, how disrespectful it is.
1: My argument to a few people because you know I try to stay out of controversial topics one on one with people because uh, no. I tend to just give in and walk away eventually but you know somebody was kind of arguing this and i said well i said think of it this way i said it's just like your mommy and daddy mommy and daddy be in the u.s you know if mommy and daddy tell you to do something and you do it right and you're respectful about it guess what you get you get money Mm -hmm. you go in there and you act like a son of a bitch guess what you ain't gonna get (laughs) yeah you ain't gonna get no money
0: well donald trump was very controversial about it he said he
1: said Right thing. He
0: said the right thing. He said, "If you don't want to respect our flag, get he, off the field. You're, you're he, fired."
1: He did not even say it like in such a manner that it was demanding. Because a lot of people said that you know they felt as though he was demanding. He screamed it. Well, he screamed and, it well,
0: I he mean, screamed very
1: it. well. But he just said, "You know, if I was one of these owners and you played for me and you kneeled,
0: you don't play." He for said me. his exact words. He was pretty aggressive. He said, "Get that son of a bloop off the field." You're fired. That's what he said. Now, this is coming from Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump, I like the man because he says what he means, and or he says he he says what he means. And Donald Trump also, he's not afraid to say anything. But here's what I'll say about Trump. I'm not going to hang and cling to everything he does and says. There's a lot of things that I think he does is disrespectful, is wrong, is outlandish, is crazy. So I'm not like all about Trump. But I don't hate him. He's the president. I respect the office. And I want him to succeed because if he succeeds,
1: we We succeed. We
0: succeed. We all succeed. So that's, you know, that's something that I wanted to get across there about Trump.
1: I would say I would love to be his social media director.
0: (laughs) Because whoever they are, they are witty as fuck. They really are. I mean, because they he he does so many things. He needs a PR person, though, to kind of tame some of the things he well,
1: says. Well, now, did you not watch You know the interview that he done regarding, was it North Korea? Yeah, North Korea, where he referred to uh, Kim Jong-un as a uh, Rocket Man. Rocket Man, yeah. And, you know, you can see that he goes off script because, yeah. you know, he's... It, Takes me back to that Roseanne episode about, you know, when uh, Darlene's telling about Becky Um, I'd like to thank the class, and then all of a sudden from there it's, I'd like to thank the class, and fuck all you all in here, and you just (laughs) see whoever is, you know, his director of, you know, of speaking, just, you know, immediately put their head down because they're like, I'm getting fired. I'm fired today.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, that's, so Trump was very vocal about it. And, but the players, what do you think of it? Do you think it's disrespectful that the players do that? Look, if we were going to sit
1: there and judge Tim Tebow because that poor man wanted to get down and pray before he might have went out there and snapped his neck, I think that we need to judge people for not standing up. Just stand up. If you don't want, if you really, in all honesty, just do not respect that flag, just stand back. Don't make a scene, a spectacle about it. Get on your knee. Just stand back.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't be getting you know? on your knee. Yeah,
1: you know what? Just if stand back. If every time yeah. I wanted to, you know, cause a scene because one of them got a new Bugatti and some rims, yeah. you know, nobody would really care. Exactly. They're but-
0: such babies. They all are going home to their mansions, their beautiful cars, furniture, um, everything surrounding them. And they're just so disrespectful to the country go over to bangladesh and try to make that money
1: exactly go over to
0: saudi arabia and try to play football
1: you know uh, break your knee real quick while you're out there and then tell me how much money you got in five years
0: (laughs) mc hammer exactly that's what you're gonna look like that's what you're gonna look like and be like so i mean that's absolutely the truth so the the controversy though with that is out of control and i think that
1: the guy wasn't he was from the seahawks
0: Richard Sherman?
1: No, his last name starts with a K.
0: Oh. Cannot think of who it is. Why? What about him?
1: He's the one who originally decided that, you know, at first he just didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And he kind of stepped back. And people noticed. And then the next time he started to kneel. Oh my goodness, what is his name? I can't think of it. I can't think of his name. But he started to kneel and that's where... That's well, where the problem originated. It's gotten
0: so big, like the commissioner, the NFL commissioner is coming out and kneeling with them.
1: Well, Did and, you see that? And, you know, that's the problem. You know, look Did at, you see that? I, I did not. Yeah, the
0: NFL commissioner is coming out and kneeling with them now. But uh, The coaches are kneeling with them.
1: You, you know, let's all look back. You know, let's look to a, a famous family. And I think it might actually be our, our mutual, uh, most loved, famous family. And that's going to be uh, the McMahons.
0: The McMahons.
1: Linda, Vince, yeah. Stephanie. Yeah. What was the son's name? Shane. Shane. Yeah. You know Why? If you look at the way Vince McMahon ran things, yeah you weren't disrespectful. Now you could take a chair upside his head. Yeah. But when it come to certain things, you weren't disrespectful. No. Don't disrespect the flag. No. How many times did you ever see Stone Cold Steve Austin take a knee? Never. Never. You know what he done? He opened two beers. One for the flag, one for him. He
0: would. And, you know, I like that about Vince McMahon, his characters, his wrestlers. They were never disrespectful. And if they would have been, Vince McMahon wouldn't have stood uh, for it. You're fired. You're fired. Vince McMahon wouldn't allow it. You've never seen that seen that controversy with Vince. He always kept things under control, Mr. McMahon. Did. He
1: did. I, I told you it would be our, our favorite It is my favorite loved... family. You know,
0: you're going to get me on a little spin on Vince McMahon. I just, I want, just to... want to
1: let you all know that Adam um, actually has an alter ego from 6th grade. Uh, that would be Adam Snape. Guys Eyes Banks. He was going to be a pro wrestler. I was.
0: Wrestling was going to be my career. And I didn't really want to be in the ring, like technical wrestling. I wanted to be just like a character on television.
1: I think you wanted to be Jerry Lawler. Was that (laughs) your name, Jerry Lawler? Yeah,
0: I wanted to be like an announcer or something or like a backstage announcer or something like that. But Vince McMahon, I just want to say, is it's going to be a sad day when Vince McMahon passes away because he is, be. he is such an innovator and he kept every. He had a few scandals himself the steroid scandal and the sexual harassment scandal in the WWE. But I think that as far as like what you said about how issues like this never got out of control in his program, mm-hmm. I remember when 9 11 happened. The next night, they had a recording of SmackDown, and they showed the recording, and they opened it up with this, all the superstars out, all of the superstars out. Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, all of them. Vince McMahon sitting there in the front with his wife and kids, and they had the uh, flag, and they had the ring announcer sing. She sang the national anthem. And I just think, you know, that is just Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. That's the th- kind of things that he did. And on Election Day... I remember, because he had Monday Night Raw on election days on Tuesday, he would come out on Monday Night Raw and talk about the importance of voting, and he'd make it like a wrestling skit of it, but he would talk about the importance of it. So, yeah, good family to choose. You got I, off on a little spin there, Vince McMahon. Got me too excited.
1: Well, I knew as soon as I said the McMahons that uh, your little wheels would start spinning.
0: Yeah, you did. Well, Amber, you know, it's always, it's always fun to have you on the show, and... I love this song, Take the Money and Run. I do like
1: that song.
0: You like it? It's great. Mm-hmm. Take the Money and Run. Mm-hmm. You like that song?
1: <laughs> I do like that song.
0: It's always fun to have you on the show. You know, this is the third episode. I mean, what is this becoming? Is this becoming a thing? I, I think mean it I is. think maybe we should take this to the next level. I think we should. Maybe we should, you know, the studio's coming along. Ooh, if we get that Howard Stern studio the couch the couch the seats the seats the mics the
1: headsets the
0: headsets I see a birth of a beautiful beautiful relationship right here you know just the next step of our relationship friends for we, what, what we come up with 23 years today
1: 23 years 23
0: years is that a fact can somebody please <laughs> tell us when how long we've known each other
1: I'm pretty sure let's see, how would I be in the third
0: grade? it'd be twenty one years. Twenty one years. So we've known each other for twenty one years. And now we're taking it to the next level. Twenty two years. Twenty two years and we're taking it to the next level.
1: Oh my gosh, we've known each other for twenty two years. Doing a
0: podcast. Off the cuff. We've
1: always done weird things together, but I think that this is gonna be the one thing we might get right.
0: This might get right. And you know, this one this might go to the next level. Have you been posting it? I have. You haven't.
1: I have. Did you share it? Do you know how many? Do you want to know why she called? Because she's wondering about the podcast. Really? I let everybody know about the podcast. Your
0: mom of while ago. My recall. mother. Yeah,
1: that was not my mother.
0: I'd love to have your mom on the show. No, that'd be excellent. I don't think so. Why?
1: I think that would be a terrible idea. Okay. I think that that was a bad idea on your behalf.
0: It would be a wonderful. Time to have on the show, well, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to end the show. with Fleetwood Mac, Go Dust Woman. Thank you for listening to the show. Ever, always a pleasure to have you. We'll see you you in the next episode.